The Danger Junior Little Toasties Room is brought to you by Quiznos. Quiznos? Mm, mm, mm. Quiznos? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you want to do Quiznos for dinner? No, yeah, that's, um, that's fine. <laughs> no, I don't have any better ideas. It's just the third time this week. Yeah, yeah, Claire. I can hear the kids shouting Quiznos through the phone, okay? You don't need to... <sighs> well, we'll get Quiznos. Did you call in the order yet? No, for fuck's sake, Claire. I'm in the car. I can't write it down right now. <sighs> stop. Please stop crying. Okay, if you're, if you're going to cry, go into the garage. The kids can't hear you. Look, I'm almost home. I can come pick y'all up. Yep, yep, and then we'll go to Quiznos. I promise. Okay, yeah, love you too. Now back to the show. Hi, welcome to the Danger Junior Writer's Room, the only show that threatens your grandma to get some goddamn cookies in this bitch. Do it. Do it, grandma. Do it, Graham. Do grandma. it, grandma. I'm one of your hosts, Austin Zessen. I'll cough on your grandma. Yeah, Logan will Whoa. do it. Well, uh, before we get into the show, we got to introduce everyone around the table, and I'm going to ask them a simple question. Red or white? To my left, Logan Baggerly. Wait, Republican or Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> Red or white, Jimmy? And so my answer was red. <laughs> so, and I'm going to be honest with you, and, and and I don't know if this is what you're going for, but my name is Logan, and it is going to be red for me, and that's because that's the type of pasta that I like. Disgusting. I am Blake Brown. Hello, I am Blake Brown, and I dislike red pasta. I think uh, bolognese is overdone. I think that it's overrated. I think that I've never had a good lasagna. Um, so you just don't like lasagna. But, and let me finish. Sorry. But I like the color red a lot. I like the color red a lot. Back to you, Jimmy. Jimmy I D. think you just don't like <laughs> Italian food. <laughs> I think that's what that means. No, no. But you're no. right. No, you're right. You got it figured out. Uh, my name is Jimmy D, and uh, honestly, red is pretty sick. My Jeep is red, and you know, I'm about that <laughs> Jeep life. <laughs> and uh, I'm just killing it all the time because my favorite color is red. Actually, this that was really stupid, but this is going to be serious. My English teacher once told me that red is the best color because it's the color of passion, hmm. the color of blood, mm. the color of fury. I think the green and is the best color. Amen. Because no, that wasn't the question. Go ahead. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I guess white. Yeah, white sounds good. What? <laughs> he can turn my mic down. He can turn my mic down. I'm eating. What do you want me to do? Just just sit go it ahead down? and take off all the. I don't because then the the it will fall out of the bottom oh of it. Oh my Look, god! Listeners, Logan has a burrito in front of him. Uh, I wasn't going to interrupt Jimmy's thing. I wasn't going to interrupt did, Jimmy's thing. You did, though. You kept hearing it while he was talking. I wasn't going to do anything. Oil. But Megan keeps side-eyeing me while I'm trying to eat my dinner. 
I don't blame her. I'm dude. sorry. It's disgusting. It's actually delicious. What is that? Chipotle? No. Love Chipotle. I don't. I'm gonna finish. I've got this beef burrito. with Chipotle. Are you gonna yell at me? No. Um, I'm Megan Castleberry, and I'm I, sorry, Jamie. I'm sorry. I choose white because sure I only like white uh, pasta sauce, and I only like white wine, and I Why only like white men. Thing? Wow. Damn. That last one. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Learning I'm a lot just about kidding. Megan. Truly, my answer would be pink. <laughs> um, oh, you drink rosé like an idiot? Yes. I am a alcohol bitch. And I drink cocktails and cider and rosé like She's a She's a Cosmo MILF, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Fuck it. I'll even say I even like rosé pasta sauces. The, the ones that literally... She's she going to go get one she's for, go. for you. Well, she's she's go she get got some. up. Is she getting pasta? She's getting in the pantry. She's pulling out something. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's no. a pasta sauce that is rosé. It's like rosé both an no. extra. Why is this okay. about pasta? <laughs> Hold on a second. You said rosé pasta sauce. That says rosé. Uh, I, Jimmy, I don't. <laughs> it says rose, which is the color red. Red wins. <laughs> Damn. Actually, actually, did you know? Did you know? According to Greek mythology, oh. roses were white. They were only white. Mm-hmm. They only existed white roses. And then the goddess of love, Aphrodite, was cursed by Zeus to fall in love with a peasant. And of course, the peasant is Adonis, which isn't a peasant. That's the people that men compare themselves to. Anyway, mm. um, she falls in love with him. And um, then he's like killed and she's like mourning his death. So she like comes down from the heavens to the earth and on her way gets like her moon scratched times. and shit. Oh. And so as she's like laying there holding Adonis as he's dying, she's laying in a field of white roses. Uh-huh. And there the blood that he's losing and the blood that she lost on her travels down to earth turn the roses red. And so then So she makes him some pasta. <laughs> <laughs> So then um, red became a symbol of love, but also of blood and death, but also of passion and stuff yeah. like that. And red roses became a symbol of love um, because the goddess of love, Aphrodite, turned the roses red. You're welcome. My name is Austin Zessen, and I like reds because I like Malbec, and I like a Shiraz, and I like any good fruity reds, um, which was the real question. Most of you wine. We got oh, it, wrong. it was yeah. a wine question. Oh, they were close. Woo! Yeah, it's a competition now. This is your first time listening to the Danger Junior Writers Room. This is the show where the five of us inspire one another. Go write some sketches in about an hour. For an hour. What? Hmm? what? Huh? Logan, if you want to say something to my face, Logan say it is mic. ordering more Chipotle Look, on favor out of I'm spite. Literally, I literally Easy. just walked over to the other room so that I could order more burritos, <laughs> so that I could ruin this podcast. I'm the villain. Yeah, you are a real. You're being a real villain right now. Real you, a-hole. yeah, being a real Quiznos. Look. I mean, uh, uh, Subway. Fuck. Who's your sponsor? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, no, sorry. Before I was rudely interrupted, but uh, so we go away for an hour. We write a sketch, and then we do some cold ass reads of mm. first drafts, and then we talk about them. Talk what works, what doesn't. Really f- get to know what it's like in the writer's head. But before we do that, Megan, take it away with your question of inspiration okay boys um this week i want you to tell me what is your most embarrassing moment 
I was already thinking of one today. Yeah? You want to hit us first? Yeah, I guess I should with that type of energy. Um, so this is my deepest, darkest secret. And this is I've only a Danger ever... Junior Writer's Room exclusive. Yeah, this is my deepest, dark, darkest secret. So have some respect. Quiznos. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to hit the Quiznos. Listeners, well, Jimmy just figured out how to get a sound. Yeah, I got a sound. <laughs> I'm going to do this for Quiznos. All right. So um, Shout I've to only our told sponsor. this secret, I think, to Dana at Emerald Tavern because I trust her. Are you yeah. really about to say this on the thing? Yeah. Is it a real secret? I feel better about it now. I'm, I'm secure in my emotions. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Someone's been going to therapy. Someone has, or you're just having a breakdown. I go to, I only go to, <laughs> hey, I only go to Scarapy. Quiznos. And, and that's where a bald guy just says things that frighten me. And he lets you play drums on his head? Yeah. And that's pretty cool. And I imagine just like head. a wet slab. Like, bah, 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 slab yeah. Slab. And then he's like, I'm going to give you $200 if you give me a massage. And then I do it. And you know what happens. Anyway, go ahead, Jimmy. That was exactly my secret. Oh, really? <laughs> just kidding. So this, it's, it's, a little, it's a little edgy. We're ready. Not really. All right. So I was in, I think I was in fifth or sixth grade. Gross. And there was a talent show coming up. All right. And I was thinking I should dance at this talent show because that's my talent. Naturally. It, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, and at the time there was a hit record out. I had to have been in fourth grade. I don't remember. I was in an elementary school grade. You guys ever heard of Aaron Carter? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard that, of Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah. You know that yeah. song? That deep cut, dude? That deep... Is it about to be a deep, a deep cut? It's about to be a deep cut where Shaquille O'Neal features on the track, and it's about basketball. Is this real? Basketball is his favorite sport, right? Um, Shaquille or Aaron Carter? That, but, I mean, he's on the I track. I thought Aaron Carter was basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way you dribble up and down the court. And Lil Bow Wow was on the track? Or is that just a Lil Bow Wow song? Wait, Lil Bow Wow was in there too? Or is that just a Lil Bow Wow song? Yeah, it sounds like it's also a Lil Bow Wow song. Yeah, I guess that's a Lil Bow Wow song. Yeah, Hmm. did you see the motion you just made, Jimmy? Got you. Yeah, interesting. And now, so, (laughs) I mean, I pretty much gave it away. I basically danced to this song uh, with Shaquille O'Neal and Aaron Carter. um, (laughs) But here's, here's what's the worst part. I wish that somebody would have told me. It was like American Idol syndrome where it's like, they told me I was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I got up there and they were like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize that, that I was making a mistake until halfway through the song. And then I was like, oh no, I got to finish. Uh-huh. And here, But here's the worst part. I didn't have a plan. Right. Like I was just winging it. And people had like, oh, I'm going to do this, you know, piano of like Mozart song. You know, that bullshit. And basically everyone did that and I danced to Aaron Carter. Yeah. With yeah, and it was uh it was the worst moment of my life. But then I learned, you know, if I just go every year and dance even harder to the same song that, you know, I will reach enlightenment. It's like Schmidt on New Girl mm-hmm. when he does the hustle. Yeah. 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 Much like that. So um so I, this isn't my story for this week, but I actually do have a, a similar story, and I think I've told it to you. Where I was going to, and this is and this is douchey, and I'm sorry, America. I was going to beatbox in the talent show for a girl I liked at the time. <gasps> yep. 
and I was coerced. Yeah, I was exactly, dude. I was coerced by a young man who I barely knew um, into instead of beatboxing, which is something I'm very talented at, and and definitely. I mean, look, it's douchey, but at the very least, she would have been like, "The kids got chops." Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I danced to the song "Climax" by Usher, and he was he was a young black man, and he wore. (laughs) And it's important because he wore a white Jabberwockies mask, you know, the dance group, the Jabberwockies. And he asked me if I would wear a black Jabberwockies mask. Jabberwockies no. mask. Yeah, so then, and I wasn't going to bring race into it. I wasn't going to make that a thing. <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and so there's pictures of me on the internet. Uh, and I was. he gave the mask to me, and I was like, listen, man, mm-hmm. if I'm alone... Am I going to get in trouble there's for something this? Something called the the you know there's going to the be cheerleader some effects in 2020 oh. that are. And I'll say this: I was at that talent show, and it wasn't a great act. It was like, a shitty act. <laughs> well, it you was know why? not I don't good. Dance. Yeah, well, I'm not here, a dancer. Here's my fear: is that I know parents have had cameras at that elementary school, and if I become a bagillionaire, oh mm-hmm. yeah, and you will, and that's 100 gillion dollars. Mm-hmm. I will, <laughs> I will pay. 4,000 private investigators to, to find every that yeah. tape because I know somebody has it on I'm, a VHS recorder. I'm going to become a, a two-bagillionaire. Shit. And I'm going to find that tape before you. Damn it. I've never <laughs> been an advocate for capitalism. Well, I kind of want to see it, though, because a part of me was like, you know what? I went out there and I danced my yeah. heart out. Yeah. And I feel like I might be a little inspired. To me, I actually have a very similar story. Okay. So... I, I don't think Logan finished his story. <laughs> well, that, was, that, that, was that wasn't my story for the week. Oh, that wasn't. That was oh. just an anecdote. Like, I, yeah. I feel you because I've kind of been there. Oof. Yeah. So, um. so I, too, danced in my middle Hashtag school I talent too. show. Oh. Um, but I am a dancer. So that's, you know, I had been training since I was three. Um, and the middle school that I went to was a middle and high school. And I went to an all-girls school. Um, nice. And we had, like, a brother's school that was all boys. But for like, you know, plays and, um, you know, dances and stuff like we would do stuff together. Um, and like the cheerleaders from our school cheered at the games for, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, so it was essentially one school, but we were on two separate campuses. Um, and in middle school, I auditioned for the talent show, which was both, middle and high school students. So it wasn't like a middle school and a high school and it was all of them. Um, and we, it wasn't like in the gym or whatever. It was like done up right. It wasn't during an assembly. It was like after school, you bought tickets to it. Um, it was like in the theater. We had like a tech day for it. So like all the theater students would like light and sound design it. Like it was like a, a thing. Um, and the year that I was in, I was in sixth grade and they only ever let... My, my year, there was only two middle school students that even made it in because it was cut. Like, wow. it was cutthroat. It wasn't like, if you audition, you get to do it. I um, like to imagine the person who was like, honey, you don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> to like a 10-year-old. Like, um, Baba, black sheep. Cut. I'm sorry. That's, I can't. I don't want to hear <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I did, because at the time, like in middle school, I wanted to be like a prima ballerina. Mm. I hadn't really discovered. What is that? Because you've said that and I just like pretend to know, like, but I don't know what it um, is. Like dance for a professional dance company like ABT or, um, you know, the fucking Bolshoi. All like, babies tap dancing. That's ABT. <laughs> 
the American Ballet Theater. Um, and prima means you're the one who gets like the lead roles, right? So they do Swan Lake. You're the swan. Yeah. That was my dream um, was to do that. And so I did the dance of the sugar plum fairy from the nutcracker. And I did like the traditional variation, which means it's the same choreography that was done when the show was made. Like it was like really, really cool. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of crushed it. Um, but that's like not a cool thing to do. (laughs) Um, That's kind of cool. Well, it was cool to me, but like, and like, here's the thing is that I have always been just way too confident. (laughs) Like I don't really get embarrassed very easily. Yep. Um, and so, (laughs) yep. (laughs) and so, um, like people were openly making fun of me for for doing this. Yes. Because it was, it was pretty lame. (laughs) He just got a soundboard and that's the only sound. (laughs) He he got that sound was like, yep, that'll do her. Dude, they sent it to us. Here's the sound you need. This is your only sound for this. So, um, so people were like definitely making fun of me for it. And I was like, fuck you guys. I'm really cool. And yeah. what I did was really hard and I crushed it. Like I am, I'm just way too confident for who like more than I should be. Anyway. So after you would do your act in the talent show and you would go backstage, they had some students who were in, who were essentially like majoring in like film and, and TV and stuff. Cause you could pick like a focus. Yeah. Um, for their project for their class, they were putting together the video of the talent show. So they like live filmed the talent show and then they would do like they did videos of their rehearsal and they took interviews of all the performers and stuff like that. So when you would come off stage, you would go and sit down in this chair and they would do like a talking head interview with you. And they asked me several questions and I was answering. This is like a whole production. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a private school. They had money. Um, And so uh, the last question that they asked is, would you audition next year? And I... I'm 11. <laughs> and I said to the camera, I was like, no. Really? <laughs> I was like, I didn't really have fun. No one really respected what I did out there. Like, I was like, yeah. so serious about That's it. That's why they were making fun of you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The ballet shit was cool. I know. The fact that you were like behind stage. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You were the Shia LaBeouf of like ballet. Yeah. Listen, listen, that's what I was like in sixth grade and, and earlier. And then I got so bullied and that's like why I'm a cool person now. Yeah. Is because of all the bullying. I was like, oh, maybe You guys are I'm welcome like- for that, by the way. I'm keeping her in check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding her back. Like literally. So that in like sixth grade and shit, I was so annoying. Like just the worst person ever. And I was bullied so hard. And then the next year I like ate some humble pie and I actually made some friends and we were sitting at lunch one day and I was like, Oh, do you guys remember last year when we did blah, blah, blah. And my friends were like, what? And I was like, yeah, this thing, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, how do you know about that? And I was like, because it was a school wide event. Yeah. And they were like, you went to school here last year. Oh really? That's <laughs> yeah. pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. Man. They were like, they were like, no, you didn't. And my, this one girl, I was like, I sat next to you in math every day or like this other girl was like, we share the same birthday. And I know that because we had advisory together, which like, was no. like homeroom. No, I, I would have like, remembered you. I was I'm good like, with faces. I was like, I did the talent show. Like I'm like trying to convince <laughs> I'm them. I'm a face guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to convince them that I went to school. And they're like, no, nah, you didn't for sure. You didn't. That's but it's just because I sucked. Well. It's, I sucked so bad and like yeah. just didn't have any friends because like no one wanted to be my friend because I was so but the whole time Dang. I was confident. I was well, like, honestly, I believe this with all my heart. One day you are going to have friends and it's going to be so cool. It Thank will you. be soon. If it's... not today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your friends might be. Your right friends are going to be. Yeah. 
you know, witty <laughs> comedy gods, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, not us, no, not, not us, somebody, uh, yeah. Yeah. just you know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lizard right right here. There's yeah. like a lizard in a cage. He's you know what? Probably really Thank friendly. you guys for believing in me. Yeah. Thank you so much. Just to, I believe in the future you. Just to stress this before I move on, <laughs> you will find friends. You, yeah. They are not here in this room. Yeah. Right. They are Don't somewhere look. else. Go Gosh, outside. Man. Maybe in Seattle. What's the in farthest Quiznos. city yeah. from here? Probably Tokyo. Yo, Logan, um, you want to go next, or you want me to reveal my most embarrassing story? Mine's pretty fun. Yeah, let's do yours then. Okay, so mine is, um, I have a very low tolerance for marijuana, for the ganja, the ganja leaf. I have a low tolerance for the ganja leaf. And um, there was this one period where I was, uh, there's this one time where I was just like hanging out with this one friend of mine. A lot, like really consistently, and he was able to get that good, good. I don't smoke mids, all right? All I smoke is that loud, loud. I'm saying all I smoke mm-hmm. is that super hot the fire, top, that top gas, shelf. that pressure, okay? Is that also weed? I'm very confused. Yeah, it's all weed is okay, what I'm saying. Okay, so. All right. And um, we, we actually went on like a morning hike, so it was pretty early, and we would just get like super blitzed and go hiking and then you know do the rest of our day and we would just pretty much smoke the whole day and be really really high and i have a really low tolerance i always have i probably always will and also uh it it just fucking lasts forever like i could once i get to a certain threshold of really high i'll be really high for a while like it doesn't um and so but you know that's that's what a great value. <laughs> what what an incredible deal. Um, You're a cheap date. I'm a cheap date. So I go with my buddy. We go hiking. I get super high. And we're coming back. And my dad was like, hey, did you forget we were having lunch today? And I was like, uh, yes, I did. I'm on my way. So we went to this place. They have them in Tennessee where I'm from. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, don't I haven't seen any of them here, which is just like a – it's not fast food hibachi japanese but it's close to fast it's fast oh. food adjacent um it's the number one thing about and Tennessee. they got these places that you go to and all my tennessee homies you'll know what i'm talking about and my dad was at one of the ones in my hometown and i pull up and i'm i mean i'm like very gone. yeah i'm i'm fully gone and I'm just like, you know, just hold it together. It's my dad. I've been high in front of my dad a thousand times. Um, it's not that big of a deal. Um, and I walk into this hibachi restaurant, and the girl that I had a crush on that worked there was working there at the front desk, and also like four cops. Uh, and they were, it was one of my dad's best friends at the time was a cop. Oh, he is right. Was a cop. And he was like, was like, you mind if I bring my cop friends? Um, yeah, and I'm like high enough that they, they're gonna know. They're gonna know. Yeah. Um, and my dad. How old are you? I was the year we were broken up. Okay. So, so you're like eighteen. Nineteen, eighteen. Um, I mean, it's like at least you're an adult. Like, yeah. They wouldn't necessarily know, but as what soon t- as you think that, you're it's over. Yeah. It's game over. Dude. Um, so is this like evening or is this? So this lunch. is like two p.m. One thirty, two p.m. <laughs> it is, it is daylight. It is daylight yeah. yesterday. Um, if this were if this were uh, if this were a um, an A twenty four horror movie, it would be Midsummer because it's in the middle of the day. It's all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and I I I basically like because my dad loves to like get me talking. My dad really loves because like 
you know, he's proud of me or whatever. And so he likes to get me like telling jokes and telling stories when we're in places. And that whole time I was like, Logan, don't say a fucking word. Don't you say a goddamn word. And so he would ask me a question. He'd be like, what, what was that thing you did last week, Logan? And I'll be like, uh, I went skateboarding. <laughs> just like, just shut up immediately. That's not the end of the story. And I'm sorry. The, the climax of this story is I eat too much too fast because of the drugs mm. and, or the drug. And, um, I also, I guess, cause I had been hiking and as you guys, I don't know, you guys might know like running, hiking makes you have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had also just eaten a shitload of hibachi food. I think I ate mine and half of my dad's. Dang. I go to the bathroom, I go to the bathroom, I come out and I had to fart. All the weed. I shit farted my pants. <gasps> oh. <laughs> what? I no. shit farted my pants. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I said, the girl that I that had a crush so on was there, and it was wet. <laughs> mm. So I have to, cause she's like, "Hey, what's up?" Cause like you know we had like a rapport, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Shit," you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just like I had to get out of there, but it did actually kind of work in my favor because I was able to just eat my food and then immediately leave, and my dad wasn't like, because I was like, "Dad, I just shit farted my pants." <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, see you later, yeah. son. Yeah, and so then I, I went out to my car and I changed clothes and I went home. But you know, it's funny. It was uh, very embarrassing and horrifying. I, sh- I, I This only happened to me once, shit farting. Mm-hmm. No, I have shit my pants, and I think that's a separate thing. I think we can all It's agree. just like a hard shart. Yeah, but the shart, shart is energy. a special thing. Yeah. I was disc golfing once, yeah. uh, hiking around, around the old disc golf course mm-hmm. um, back when I was in high school. And I sharded mm-hmm. for the first and only time of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you don't really, you can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. So I just took my underwear off and hung them on a limb. Quiznos. <laughs> <laughs> on a limb? That's, he's marking and, the T. That's where. <laughs> and is this the, is strictly, that's not yeah. an embarrassing moment for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I, said I it really confidently. Was, like you I were think like, that oh, I was yeah, I quite it. efficient with the way that I dealt with that. You <laughs> were know were you I mean? friends at the disc golf course when this happened? Were, was I friends with the disc golf were course? Were you with friends? Oh, no, I was alone. <laughs> of course I was alone. All right. You were disc golfing alone? Yeah, that's that's you know, actually let, the saddest let, thing I've ever heard. Let this be known. <laughs> a man uh, disc golfed alone and then shit farted we... his pants and was like, don't got to worry about and nothing. Handled it professionally. You know, I'll have you know, and this is for the listeners. Um, when I was in high school, I was playing disc golf tournaments once a week. So and I was practicing against my craft. Yeah. I see, I see. My mm. craft. I was pretty Sorry. good. He was on a countdown. Pretty good. For sure. Uh Subscribe to our Patreon, when would and you I will literally like, play disc golf with you. Like, you want to know how not embarrassed I get by things? I piss my pants probably once a month <laughs> because, like, subscribe to our just for fun. Just for fun. When I laugh really, really hard, like when I really yeah. get going, I'll just piss. I just can't hold it in. If I, God forbid, she's for sure a piss baby. If <laughs> piss baby, she's a piss baby for sure. Ever have? If I, God forbid, ever get pregnant. I will have to wear a diaper. Like, I, because your yeah. bladder gets like. Don't tempt me with right? a good time. God. Like that. Damn, it's getting <laughs> warm in here, boys. I pit, I like, take fully piss my pants once a month, and I it does not cause me to lose any sleep. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blake, you would. So, how often would you go, like, when you, like, practice by yourself? 
Oh, and how often to play would disc you golf? Go yeah. When you practice. I've, well, I've only sharded once. Okay. <laughs> the one, the one and only time. Uh. I don't know. Like there was a disc golf course right next to my high school, so I would. So you just go after school. Play every day after school. <laughs> yeah. Like what time of the day? After school, I don't know. Like five. Oh yeah, yeah. There it is. There it is. God damn it. You know, and just because, just because I'm in a good mood, I'm gonna give you one more embarrassing yeah. moment that I was just thinking okay. about. I know I'm only allowed one story, but Me- Megan had two. So I've had a glass of I, wine. I feel I'm free. feeling a little loose. Feel a little crazy. Um, it's been. I've been minutes. drinking water. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Fuck. Well, we had that big break in the middle. True. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the other one that I was thinking about, um, and this kind of goes back to what somebody else was saying. Uh, what, what you, Megan, were saying about you had a period in your no, white not pants. that. <laughs> uh, no, it was the it was the you were talking about uh, being a child and um, having your you, were, you thought you were very good at dancing oh, yeah. and they were like you're not more confident you're not, than you're I not good not. yeah Blake and let me clarify I was a good dancer okay I wasn't saying that and I I ag- <laughs> agree with you I think you probably were but um, exactly so uh, <laughs> so I think uh, I I had a similar thing when I was in well, prior to middle school, but prior to I, uh, me joining middle school football, um, I was on a flag football team for a long time, the entirety of elementary school. And I was extremely fast, very fast, very fast compared to any other Jordan child. Guyton? I would probably beat any child in foot Jordan race. Jordan Guyton, if you're listening. Ever. Usain, Usain Bolt? <laughs> if you were... Much younger, and I was also that age. Mm-hmm. I would beat him. I'm just saying. Not not now. I want to clarify for the listener mm-hmm. before you accuse me of saying I'm faster than Usain Bolt, which I might be. We've <laughs> <laughs> never raced. not now. We've never raced. It could it could we I could be faster. I haven't ran in a while. It's fine. He's probably faster than me. You'd have to stretch first for sure. And I haven't in a while. <laughs> But what I'm trying to say is that when I was in flag football prior to joining a middle school football organization, I was very fast. I was very good. Okay. So, and this is all to say this. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is all to say this. So I got into middle school football, and at that point, everybody's telling me, oh, my God, he's so good. He's so fast. <laughs> Everybody is saying that. So, <laughs> so my running you everywhere. Know. You're like, yeah. was that him? I didn't. I just saw like a flash of speed. <laughs> this fire. isn't an embarrassing story for me. I'm just gassing myself up. I just needed this for a second. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, this. <laughs> I went to the first football practice for. Oh, bleep that out! Don't dox me. Where's my those? middle school? Um, so, uh. They stop everybody after practice, and they say, now listen. This is, I can't say his name, but it's my coach, my football coach. He Garrett. says, listen, everybody, my name is Coach Garrett, Garrett Coach Garrett, and uh, I'd like you to know that most of you are not going to last on the football team. Um, Another maybe I'm looking directly at you when he's saying it. I'm sure he I'm was looking, looking at, at somebody else. I was demons. really good. I was really fast. 
Um, I'm looking at you, Lightning McQueen. But is but he speed said like an important feature of football. A very important feature. Yeah, of football. yeah, yeah. I was a running one of back. the more important what? features of football. Yeah, I was running back. Okay. So uh, so he says to me. So he said he says to everybody, none of you are going to make it to the NFL. That's probably and that, true. And that yeah. is true. In hindsight, I'm like, you're right. I didn't. I didn't make it. None of, <laughs> none make of no one team. on your team did. But I went. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at all of you. I'm looking at you, twelve boys. None of you have. You're what not going to graduate. None of you have what it takes. And I'm going to be honest. This is a god. This is a sorry group right here. Actually, take your cleats off. We're dancing. It's ballerina time. You boys. I. I, I can't even imagine. It went exactly like that. I'm going and to the so, restroom. But I was still upset, and so I went into the. I went to my locker. Mm, to. Uh, I went into the lo- into the locker room and I changed and I went to my school locker mm-hmm. and I started putting my stuff away and all of that weight just hit me because I was convinced I was the best football player mm-hmm. in Texas, surely, maybe the United States, <laughs> until that moment and I told that speech for you. and I realized that oh my God he might be right I might not make it into the NFL. It's an important lesson to learn and that was the first time that my reality and my dreams had been crushed and shattered and just stepped on first of many uh oh my god you have no idea but um (laughs) the worst part was i'm sitting there at my locker alone nobody else is in the hallway because everybody is in their first period class still and i'm sitting there and i'm sobbing i'm just sobbing into my locker and then all of a sudden uh this really hot girl um from the um I think a really popular hot girl who had a locker next to me and I had a huge crush on. She says, oh my God, are you crying? Are you talking to yourself? Oh my God. God. And then she shut her locker door and walked back to her class. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to kill myself today. Your life's over. Yep. That's it. I'm 11 and I'm going to kill myself. And uh, and yeah, so that uh, that was the start of middle school for me. Damn. What was her name? I think we should... Of anyone to dox, it should be her. Yeah. yeah Sweet. Fuck, her. fuck uh, her. Her name was Melania Trump. <laughs> 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 and her address is... Pennsylvania Avenue. 1600, 1600 right? Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue, United States of America. And the football coach was Donald J. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> And he married guys, a student. None of you guys are going to make it to the NFL. All right, we've been going a while. I got I to tell my story. Austin, what's your story? Man, it's the most embarrassing day of my life. So it starts, I have to preface this. Um, for you listeners, I have a Dutan anomaly, which means I'm kind of not colorblind, but color deficient. That. Yeah, so it's hard for me to pick up cool colors and like tell a lot of things apart. I usually fail a lot of colorblind tests, but it's not grayscale, mm-hmm. right? It's not that bad. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. That's it's crazy. So are you telling me that you don't see color? Uh, Ooh. Look, I've given many lectures at um, HBCUs about how I don't see color, mm-hmm. um, and they often they kick me out. But um, Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame on them. But that's another topic. So it they starts just don't off understand. with, uh, I am in the th- I'm in theater, and our theater department required you to do speech and debate. Um, now, this is kind of a loose rule, but I was theater president at the time, so I had to make appearances, and I had to go to some theater tournaments. 
Um, and if you've ever done theater tournaments, you basically, uh, there's either debate part, it's speech and debate tournaments, I should clarify. And so you can do the debate part, but I did the speech part where I memorized a monologue. Um, we had to do two events. So one of mine was humorous interpretation, which is I would find comedians I liked mm-hmm. and I'd read from their books. That would be my it was HI. always just Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 10-year-old Austin. Here's the thing about drab wings. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16. Yeah. This is a, uh, No, sev- 17. I am a 10-year-old Austin doing Cosby. So I well, do- <laughs> I'm, not kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I had to do this theater tournament, but I couldn't go with the rest of the kids on the bus. I had to take a test that day, and then after my test, leave school and go to that tournament. I'm going to drive there on my piece of shit car. What time out? When would you guys usually go? It was, um, I don't know. 1 p.m. So, yep, it was daylight. Good job, Jimmy. Jimmy, that's three. You guys didn't even see that coming. Jimmy, that's three. Oh, my God, you idiot. Jimmy, that's three times. (laughs) You know what happens after three. You have to do it a lot more. I had to take this test. And um, one, I had to wear my out. I had to wear your, you had to wear like a serious. Like business. Business, business attire. I had to wear a suit. So I'm wearing a suit, and I'm the only kid in school wearing a suit, and I look like a fucking idiot. And I'm in uh, AP physics, and I'm taking the test. I take the test, and then I leave. I go in my car. On the way there, my car breaks down. 16, 17? Yeah, 17. 17 at the time. Yeah, it was a high school. And so I'm in the middle of the lane. I've never had my car break down before, and I have a real piece of shit car. It's an old, uh, I want to say like 91 BMW. Um, when you're thinking, oh, that's really nice. No, it was handed down to me from three other people. Jeez. So it's got almost like 220,000 miles on it, and it was not well taken care of. What was the She's VIN? Girl. What was the VIN? Um, AB69. That was the VIN. Nice. Yeah. Get them, boys. It breaks down, and I don't know what to do, so I just stay in the lane. I'm in like a left-hand turn lane, and wow. I'm just frozen you, there. You wow. shut down. I just emo- like I couldn't I didn't know what to do so I called my dad and uh, he was like well you need to like get the car somewhere and as I'm about to get on my car and push it by myself two cops are there and it, this is I've never been pulled over before by police and they're about to like yell at me but then they looked yeah. I was like some scared shitless 17 year old kid yeah and so then they helped me out. They were really annoyed, but then yeah. they helped me out. But I was still like, oh my God, how am I going to Classic cops to be annoyed by uh, someone who genuinely needs their help. This fucking guy. Ugh, fuck. Car broke down. Piece of shit. And honestly, fingers crossed, I was like, oh great, I don't have to go to this theater tournament because mm. I'm not good at speech and debate. Um, I don't have to go to this theater tournament because my car broke down. But my dad shows up and he's like, no, just take my car. I'll take care of your car. Oh God. So I have to go and drive my dad's car, um, which I've never really driven before. I just got my license too. So I was really nervous about breaking it. And I get to the tournament and I get there. My duo partner, so I also entered in duo, which is like you do a scene with someone, doesn't show up. (gasps) Just doesn't. What? So I had to. So a friend of mine. So you played both roles. (laughs) A friend of mine did it with me, but we didn't. She didn't know the script. So we just improvised it based on my description of how the scene's supposed to go. Jesus. This is a competition? This is a competition. This is the qualifying rounds. And we're in this room with judges and like all these other people that like kind of respect me that I've known from (laughs) other schools. And they see me do that. And then I realize partway through, my partner goes, hey, something's up with your suit. Did you pick that out today? And I go, what? And I look down and I accidentally grabbed my blue suit jacket with my black pants. That's the most embarrassing thing. It gets worse. Okay. okay. I was like, that's okay. it? That's the punchline? No. 
So I'm wearing a mismatched suit. My car is broken down. I now have to go to humorous interpretation. All right. Isn't that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm doing my monologue. This is my monologue. Okay. Um, so I get there and I blank. Oh, oh yeah. And so I start sucks. quoting movie lines that I know. <laughs> <laughs> just saying and just movie looking lines? looking down and not making eye contact with anyone. And I'm like, great. I boofed both of these rounds so I could just go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People in both the rooms had to disqualify themselves because they couldn't. They had like some kind of emergency. So I had to go do it again. <gasps> oh. I had to go to semifinals and do that and go an even bigger round of judges. And I think in both the same days, day? Same day. Oh, wow. Theater tournaments are a nightmare. Yeah. And I had to do it in front of like, I want to say like 30 people each. And I had to do the whole thing again in my mismatched suit. After w- you had just fucked it up. And so you're like. After I just fucked yeah. it up. So how do I fuck it up exactly the same way so they don't know I'm lying? And I had to stay there, and then I failed. But then I had to stay there the whole night. Because, again, I'm theater president. Yeah. So I had to it. keep an eye on everyone. And all yeah. these freshmen were looking at me. And I could have inspired people with some good performance. And I fucked it up. Wow. Damn, I mean, if bad. it was if it so was comedic interpretation, it could, have been, it could have been kind of like an Andy Kaufman bit. Yeah. It could have. True. If I was creative or talented in any way and wasn't paralyzed by fear. Just walk up on fear. stage and say, come yeah. and walk off. So this is something very ignorant that I did. Uh, very quick one, because I know we've been rambling. But uh, when I was in sound engineering school, sounds stupid. Um, but yeah, so we had to do this project where we picked a movie and we like did all the sound effects for it. We redid the voices. We redid the sound completely like front to back. I chose a scene from Iron Man. It's like the first time he escaped or first he, he, you know, he's rendezvousing in his Iron Man suit and he's going to a little village or whatever. And, uh, what's the guy's name? Rhodey. He's like, he's like, Tony, where are you right now? And he's like, Oh, nowhere. What are you doing? And then he's like, are you sure? Because I I think there's something in the sky. And I don't know if you guys remember that scene. Yeah. (laughs) But basically when I redid the voices, I forgot to use a black guy as (laughs) Rhodey. Oh, and no. the teacher was a black guy. Yeah. And, uh, God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Come and on, he, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, Dude, man. Dude, it was such an oversight of mine that I was like, oh, I didn't even think about it. I'm literally colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally colorblind. My name's Austin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really stupid. And I'm pretty sure to this day they use it as like an example of what not, what to, not do. to do. Yeah. yeah oh they... my God. All right. Well, I can use the restroom again. All anyway. right. Well, we're going to go write some sketches. Uh, we'll be back in about an hour, which will actually just be a commercial break. Uh, it'll actually just be a commercial break for you folks. All right. See you later. And we're back. Just want to give a quick shout out to Quiznos. It's the best sandwich in the Mediterranean Sea. Come on, kids. Wait, what's kids going on? Kids for God, come on. on here. Come on, Timmy. We're doing Quiznos. You want it? What? Quiznos! 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 Yeah. Quiznos! All, right. All right, stop. Quit. Stop. Hi, yes, I'd like to order some Quiznos. I was in the middle of an ad. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I'll do my, I'll do the job. All right. 
Welcome to Quiznos. What would you would you like a sandwich? Probably. Uh, yeah, kids, kids. Do you want to do you want to order first? I want, a, I want a medium. I want a meatball. I want a big meatball. Do you guys have meatball sauce? I don't right? know what I want. Okay, do, look. Do you see the menu? Don't ask. Just. I'm. I'm a blind. I'm, I'm blind. <laughs> right. Okay. Dad. Claire, Claire. Claire. Can you can you tell him the menu? Um. Well. Uh. Okay. I'll just go ahead and order. Okay. Um. I would like. Do you have? Do you have any sandwiches? Meatless options like vegetarian. Shut up! Look at my butt, mom. Do you have any vegetarian options? Yeah, Quiznos has a lot of vegetarian options. Okay, I would like that, and then if I can have it, maybe um, just no bread, but still toasted. No bread, still toasted. Mom, I want a butt sandwich. I want to eat a butt. Okay, honey, you can have a butt. Need a butt. I know what I want now. Okay, just give them whatever they want. What do you want, Blake? All right. Can you read the mini to me? <laughs> okay, honey. Um, oh, on the Jesus kids' Christ. menu, it looks like they have a turkey top and they have a ham. A long that sounds great, mom. I'll take both. Want both? Okay, he'll have both. We'll have a turkey and a ham. Does he Son- want the full sandwich or does he want the half pint? The kids, please. The- Can you just? You wh- mean the half pint? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, half okay. pint with turkey One and half ham. Pint with her. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. And uh, I don't. Do you drinks? Like, do you want drinks? Any, uh, anything they want. Yeah. What, what do you okay. kids want? Wear Quiznos. <laughs> it's sa- it's sa- it's sand. Sorry, it's sandwiches. What do you? What you guys you want like, to drink? Man? Um, um, milk, hot milk, really warm milk. It's Pepsi it products. Hot. You can order Pepsi hot products. Hot Pepsi milk. Can you no. just please like, get my son some milk, or... please? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you just I don't know whatever milk you have. Do you have milk a cow in the back? Cheese. Yeah, whatever yeah, sure. Just I'll, melt some cheese and put it in a cup. He'll think it's milk, okay? okay. Alright. I can I can only have water. Yeah. Just can you get him a glass of water? Get him please? water. Thank I you. already poured his drink, but you want me to put it back? Yes, I do. My, my, anything, it, he my, all right. anything he wants. Alright. Anything he wants. You want me to put back the drink that I poured for him and you want me to put water in yes, it? Yes, I do. Yes. I'm using the same cup. All right. What else Jesus, would you guys like? My- <laughs> oh my god. Why do we go to Quiznos, Claire? Claire, why did we go to Christmas honey, just, again? Talked, Last time we had my this kidneys exact are failing. Same my terrible kid, customer my, service. Honey, we just my kidneys tell, are failing. I can only I can only drink water. We just tell the man what you want yeah. to eat, please. Sorry, I'll have I didn't um. Mean to you. I'm a very sick child. Shit. Do you guys have mac and cheese or something like that? We have we have sandwiches. Give the man whatever he wants. Just g- right, give okay. me give me a, a Reuben on rye. Cut to us eating the sandwiches. <laughs> Okay, here's your sandwiches. Mm, God, two God. sandwiches? Son, please don't put your hands. Don't, wash mm. your hands. You have to wash your hands now. Don't put that there. Don't don't touch your brother after you put you that there. You can touch your brother wherever you want, okay? Okay, okay. Claire, why would you say it like that? Come oh here, brother. You guys need anything else? I'm going to go ahead and get back over. to this. Act. Do you have any like salt and pepper packets? No. You know what? No, we don't. What? I thought this was Quiznos. Yeah, it's it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich place. We don't have condiments. I don't. I don't think that salt and pepper are a condiment. No, they're not. They're seasoning. Honey, this man is an idiot. We're he's, leaving. He's about to stand up for himself. You know what? I've had it. Your family doesn't make sense. Your family wouldn't work in a narrative. Bring your own salt and pepper. Okay. You have a blind child. He should already know what he wants. We just order for him. Pepsi isn't milk. 
And I sweep the scene. That's been the Quiznos commercial. <laughs> Quiznos is good. Now back to the show. You know, I actually prefer Firehouse. Everybody does. Look, nobody likes. Nobody we don't have enough listeners Quiznos. to get Firehouse money. Okay. Yeah, we don't yeah. have enough Firehouse money. Come on. Yeah, Firehouse come. doesn't have to Quiznos. run ads. Sorry, Quiznos. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Is Quiznos <laughs> even open? I actually think they're shut down. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> we we wrote some sketches. Uh, now we're gonna go in a circle. We'll each read a sketch. We'll talk about what we like, what we didn't like. Uh, keep in mind these are first drafts and these are cold reads. Uh, but we're trying to keep it. Mine's not. Okay, Megan. This is the finished product. D- Megan does not want to change. Mainly because I didn't hot write ass it. Read. You're getting a hot ass read, baby. Okay, I'm going first. Um, my sketch is called "Must Be 18 Years or Older to Call," and I'm going to play the lead character. And I know that that is selfish, but it is because there are songs, and I'm afraid I'm probably the only person at the table that knows how they go. Um, so I'm going to. That's play good. That character. That's good. Um. Uh, so since I'm going to play that character, if I Let's see. Can I have, um, Austin, will you read the stage direction? Sure. Um, uh, Logan, you're going to read voice. Um, <coughs> gross. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Jimmy, will you please read Mrs. Higgins? Yeah, what's her deal? Uh, she is Mrs. Higgins from the Shirley Temple movie Curly Top. You know that character. <laughs> well, then. Yeah, the movie we've all has, seen before. She has Curly one top. line. She has right. one line in this. Right. Yeah, you're, you'll be fine. I'm so sorry, Blake. I don't have enough rolls for you. So. That's fine. Just I wrote you a whole monologue, so it probably evens out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. old smoke. Just don't, just say it regularly. Just say it like a normal person. <laughs> that, was directly, a, that was directly from yeah, your like, direction. Like that, like that. That was from what you wanted me to do. <laughs> She's not a smoker. She's just kind of like a strict... Character, just can you just say it? Just say it normal. Just let him say it. Just let him say it like he wants. Is one line. I'm gonna do what I what the character you know inspires me. And so Logan, the voice he's a commercial voice actor. He's not a radio voice actor, so it's not overemphasized. It's just very, you know. Yeah, I got it. You know. Okay. It's. Yep. Do you want to do the? Like and now presenting. Oh yes, and uh, now we'll be reading. Uh, must be eighteen years or older to call. The following is all done over shots of Shirley Temple's filmography with one eight hundred six five zero four five five four at the bottom of the screen. Hollywood's biggest little star is back and looking better than ever. Oh my goodness! Experience Shirley Temple, brilliantly restored in black and white and in color to create her first ever DVD collection of its kind. We see Shirley in a scene from Heidi. Heidi. I'll tell you something, I'm going to cry. Put on your shoes and away we'll fly. Shirley takes out a machine gun and shoots wildly into the crowd below her. Screams are heard. The camera comes back to her in her little Heidi outfit and she tilts her head and smiles. We cut to a scene from Little Miss Broadway. Little Miss Broadway. You're here and I'm here. We're marching down here. But where is Broadway? Shirley continues to dance with George Murphy until she pulls out a shiv from her frilly sock and starts stabbing George with it repeatedly. She leaves the knife in him as he drops and the camera does a close-up of her tap dancing while his pool of blood widens to underneath her feet. 
We cut to a scene from Curly Top. And Curly Top. Shirley is skipping down the aisle of similarly dressed young girls, and as she is skipping, pulls a gun out of her overalls pocket. Animal crackers in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits loop-de-loop. Three Shirley Temple classic family films beautifully restored in black and white and also in color. Both versions are included in this special edition DVD box set for $29.98. With your paid order, you'll also get this Shirley Temple collector's bracelet. Each movie comes with its own original charm. The charms are the three weapons she's used. Remember... When you order the DVD box set, you get the collector's bracelet with the three charms free. Oh, my duck does a wonderful trick. My duck can lay an egg. And what is so wonderful about that? Well, can you lay an egg? Mrs. Higgins gives her a joking look until she is horrified by Shirley as Shirley shit farts her pants. When it's over, Shirley reaches back there and pulls out a grenade. She blows the woman up. You can bring these heartwarming adventures home on DVD to share with a whole new generation of children. Be optimistic. Don't you be a mourner. Brighten up that corner and smile, smile, smile. Shirley leans back, grabs her friend's heads on either side of her, and hits them together so hard their skulls crack and their brains leak out. Shirley wipes the skull gunk with her finger like a child with the icing on a cake, sucks it off her finger, and gives the camera a big smile and a mmm. Enjoy hours of pure wholesome entertainment with the Shirley Temple DVD collection when you order the special edition Shirley Temple DVD box set for $29.98 plus $5.95 shipping and handling. You also get the Shirley Temple collector's bracelet with three charms free with your paid order. Must be 18 years or older to call. Bring me to your home today. Shirley pulls out a bottle labeled arsenic and chugs it looking straight into the camera. Thin. <laughs> wow. Let me just say, yeah. wow. Um, I, I like how you have really taken um, a lot of my criticisms about how there's not enough brutal violence. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you've really doubled down on that. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly. Mm-hmm. Leaps and bounds, yeah. more violent than yeah. any this of your sketch was for sketches. you, Blake. I Thank knew that you. one of us was going to use a gun today. <laughs> yeah. So, and so that one part, one of us? we can actually <laughs> at least, Uh-oh. if y'all want, we can actually cut out the line that Austin read that says she shoots the other young girls with the gunshots going off because mm-hmm. I want it to be like animal crackers, <laughs> like yeah. with it behind mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I could do a slower one. Yeah, the first one can be I a can, quick one because it's a machine gun, and then that one can go pop with yeah. it <laughs> i can find a single one and then just use that i just have multiple tracks she also megan megan had the idea for this bit like a week ago <laughs> while we were eating lunch <laughs> and i'm i like to imagine you guys are like that on she's, a date and she's just like writing what if bit. shirley temple kill people hey wouldn't it be hilarious if shirley temple was the ice pit killer like so megan they're bringing dessert out please stop talking yeah you guys are basically, like, Megan and Logan are basically Bonnie and Clyde if they decided yes. to do comedy instead of weapons. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> this like, is also, this is a, all of the dialogue that Logan gave is from an actual commercial. And, like, oh, really? all of, remember, yes. remember that old commercial? I, used I remember to, this commercial. This commercial yeah. used to play on Very TV all the time, and, and it's it's in my head. Like, it's it lives rent-free in my head. It's in my head, um, and it feels real. Yeah, and so yeah. all it like... 
words. Like we could, we could, I imagine if I ever made this into a sketch that I would play Shirley Temple, but that we would use the audio. Yeah. From the, from the, the actual commercial and just refilm it with me playing Shirley Temple and murdering my Actually, star, my co-stars. Okay. Megan, I don't think I'd want to do this sketch until I found a small child who I didn't care if I ruined her mentally. I Blake. get that. Yeah. yeah. Really, I just wanted to show off my tap dancing skills. Well, I mean, I loved it. I loved it. I think it's short and it is very visual. I don't really have any notes yeah. other than I. The, um, I do I have know. a um, the voice. If you're gonna read the have the um, stage directions, we cut to a scene from Curly Top and Curly Top. It like those three times I was like. They already know. Well, I just wanted to put it in there in case like you don't know the commercial that mm-hmm. it's like they like if you don't know what curly top is and you just hear someone say and curly top, it's like mm-hmm. what? So I wanted them to know like we cut to a scene from a yeah, movie I would say, curly top. But people know this format, yeah. right? They know like, oh, this is a commercial. Yeah, I would sure, also yeah. just say just fucking cut the voice line for those and just say we cut to a scene from curly top. Shirley Shing, is skipping yeah. down the aisle of, you know what I mean? No, I think cut the stage directions, keep the voice. Yeah, whatever. Either yeah. way, yeah makes sense all right well let's move on to jimmy jimmy senior jaime this is my a uh, this is my uh, sketch uh, part of the sketch lithium yeah, it's called lithium okay and uh shout out uh kurt cobain <laughs> is this your core cobain impression um, man he's shout uh out kurt cobain for you've changed kurt <laughs> I was alive the whole time. From your girlfriend, Courtney Love, who definitely didn't do it to yourself. Shout out to Courtney Love. Uh, uh, please don't do that. She is kind of a bitch. And I've been <laughs> hiding out for quite some time. Uh, I'm a sketch writer now, and here's my sketch. Okay, who's playing who, Jim? Anyways, all right. So there is Dr. Mallory. Uh, I think, Megan, you'd play a good Dr. Mallory. Got it. And you're a therapist. You're like mild-mannered. You're, you know, soft-spoken almost because you're like not trying to freak out your, maybe your patient. I gotcha. Um, then there's the patient who is Manuel. Um, I think. Is that Man- Manuel? Manuel. Or Manuel. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have. What's happening right now? As I'm trying to do instruction, they're laughing at you. They're making fun of you. Okay, well, this is why I almost did not bring my sketch to you guys because I was really <laughs> oh. embarrassed. Oh no, and not Kurt! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's back because now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, um, Austin, if you wouldn't mind playing the patient, mm-hmm. that's Manuel or Manuel. Okay, wait, here we go. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Well, I'm guess sorry. We, I didn't mean it. We are in a closed loop. I didn't mean it, Kurt. <laughs> An infinite feedback loop of of uh, shame and... Um... <laughs> okay, and then uh, there's a character named Lithium who uh, Logan will play. Okay, what's Lithium And Lithium like? is Manuel's puppet. Okay. So... He has more lines than manual, so you want to do like a voice like this, okay? Like maybe a clown type of thing, yeah. but it needs to be intelligible because you have quite a bit of lines, okay? All right, <clears throat> wait, I have to do the effect. Manual scene in a dim light room, sitting across another straight-staring, analyzing psychiatrist. He is quiet. 
She lets the room breathe, almost waiting for him to start. But after a few minutes, she decides to begin. Manuel, can you tell me why you think you're here? He stares off, almost looking at nothing. Though he noticed an array of books on the wall and the many degrees on her wall, he made a note of how close the picture frames were together and how they were symmetrically arranged. That bothered him. I was told that you've seen a few therapists before. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I was also told that sometimes your friend sometimes prefers to talk. Is Lithium here with us today? A small suitcase sits firmly across Manuel's lap. He slowly nods and methodically unlatches the metal clips and they immediately make a crisp snap. He pulls out a misshapen puppet, something dirty and strange. He slips on the figure. Hello, Lithium. How are you today? Well, I've been in a suitcase all day, and Manuel is a lunatic. Is there anything you like about Manuel? What's your favorite thing about Manuel? My favorite thing? I can't tell you my least favorite thing, talking to you. I'd rather be back in the suitcase. I've been told there has been a trend with you and, and some of the other therapists. You could say that. Every therapist you've ever talked to has quit their practice and sold everything to become an online gamer. They've left their homes, they've left their families, all they want to do is stream. All they needed was a little nudge. <laughs> I can assure you, Lithium, all I care about is Manuel getting the help he needs. What kind of PC do you have? You know, I'm actually a Mac person. <laughs> Not a single game on my computer. Is this not a game? Are there no winners and losers? Getting through me to Manuel is a win for your practice, surely. Is everything a game to you, Lithium? Does Manuel like to play games? Manuel is a viewer. He could be your first follow. I want to teach Manuel how to lead his own life. Manuel prefers to follow. What could help Manuel become more comfortable speaking with me today? He only speaks to gamers in the chat. The, the chat? He comments on these videos? He does. He's very active in the chat. Fascinating. If you play something today, I think Manuel might say something. To get to Manuel... Hmm. It just so happens I've already set up a PC and, and some streaming equipment here. I anticipated this, Lithium. I've done my homework. Hmm, impressive. Manuel pulls out his phone and gets Dr. Mallory's Twitch username, GamerGirl8885560. She already has 88,000 followers from her username alone. Dr. Mallory is very flattered from the amount of people that immediately tune in as she begins the popular streaming game, Fake Therapy. Okay, so I, I guess I just start the game? She starts the stream, and about 7,000 people immediately join her stream. As she starts the simulation, people start to donate to her stream account. She can't help but notice all the people joining to watch her play. Wow. People really want to watch this thing, huh? More people begin to join the stream, and she sits down to interview her virtual client. It's Manuel. They begin to virtually chat. Virtual Manuel be speaks first. Hello, GamerGirl8885560. Hey, Manuel. Sick much? Can I get a rip in the chat? 
The chat explodes. Thousands of rips beam through the chat. Dr. Mallory's game character is seen laughing at Manuel. Dr. Mallory is getting into the game. Game Manuel uh, begins to smile. Uh, you ripped me in the chat. I can now be born again. Game Manuel is seen glowing and floating in the air. He turns into a butterfly and floats out, glides out, out through the window. Dr. Mallory, surprised, she's so easily cured, Game Manuel takes in the next patient. More followers join in and begin to donate. Gamers game. Wow. All I wow. have to say is gamers rise up. Gamers, gamers rise up. Rise hey, can I get some, can I get some Fs in the chat? Can I get some, <laughs> throw an F in the chat. That was a straight pog moment Damn. right there. Wow. Jimmy, this was uh, this was a tied up story, my guy. I yeah, this gotta was say, weird, right? I gotta say, I don't get it because I don't I game. You don't game. I don't and gamers get game. Game. It's a trap. I don't get what... Get it, no, 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 but yeah. I don't get like what... The what a rip is? Well, he's just he's just saying rest shit. in like, power. Get some F's into the rest chat. in peace. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Oh boy, mm-hmm. like like Megan. Sh- sh- oh, like gamers. Like like fuck. <laughs> like the like fuck. Every member of this podcast has quit their job to become a Twitch streamer. <laughs> is F's in the chat like? Like, it's from an old Call of Duty game. It's a long joke. Because Logan some F's in the chat when someone gets their shit knocked. Logan, you laughed when he said the the game fake therapy. That's a joke. I don't get yeah, it. It's just a, it's it's just just a, a joke. It's a, it's inclusive to the moment of the story. We're not even going to critique Jimmy's sketch. We're just going to explain it to Megan. <laughs> Was it? Is that not a joke about an existing game? No, no. Oh, it's okay, just that okay. the game she's playing is a therapy session. Got it. And so I, it's a trap. Got it. Yeah. Got it. It's a trap. That's funny. Yeah. I get it now. I love that's it. That's common. I, I thought it. I was missing comedy. something. I don't think that I it wasn't. could have been ended better. Jimmy, I thought it was Jimmy, I thought it was a work of fucking art. Okay? I really did. I thought this could be at the MoMA. Okay? Yeah, I don't That's the uh, Museum of Modern so Art. How many followers already? For, because uh, it was a joke on a like girl. girls that game already get like <laughs> a billion followers just because mm-hmm. they're girls that they stream. They're down and shit, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. and I and I'm actually I actually do not game at all. Wow. So like this is you had me fooled. Yeah, you were speaking like a real elite gamer, <laughs> like someone who L3 plays seven. Yeah, you were talking like somebody who plays a Zier in League of Legends. Oh, I wish. Yeah, one day. No, bud. you don't. One, one day, day, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wish one that of on us. anybody. Sharima. <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout out to Sharima, our sponsor. Quiznos. <laughs> Quiznos. <laughs> I think my only note mm-hmm. is that. Um, towards the end, Doctor Mallory leans more into the gamer girl, and she just mm-hmm. like she's like, "Oh, you want me? Oh, like she just naturally becomes." Yeah, I think there needs to streamer. be a little bit more of a transition. like a transition trans- struggle. Yeah, thing, right. Like, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, that also, I was, I didn't know if you wanted me to go from the wow, people really watch this thing, huh? That line. My next line was, "Hey, Manuel, sick much? Can I get a rip in the chat?" I didn't know how drastically you wanted it to change yeah i want it to be very drastic like okay as soon cool. as she like ha- gets attention she's just like instantly instantly there. Okay, a cool, gamer cool, 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 cool. for yeah. some reason yeah i get it yeah i it's, get it it's good concept good execution too yeah well, the ending. i loved it Thanks, and man. i really enjoyed playing lithium there's yeah. a little bit of tom kench in there <laughs> from the uh popular video from game league of legends oh that's right you yeah, guys are I'm so mistaken. in sync yeah all right, let's uh, let's move dog. on to Blake. Let's get it, Blake. All right, get it, Blake Brian. All right, Blake Brian. I have selected you, three of you, to read 
I am not Dude, one of them. Dude, all three person three person scenes today. Mine's a three person so, scene too. So, uh, yeah, I don't uh, I don't typically do that. I try to be. You need another smoker. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes. actually, um, everyone uh, in this. I scene try is to a write smoker. at least five parts so that everybody can read something. Mm-hmm. And last week that we recorded, I wrote eight parts, and I think. That I guess maybe I uh, I needed a break from that, so I wrote three, and um, I'm not gonna read because I've got a headache. So you're Megan, you're going it. to be narrating. There's a long narration. I'm on it. Uh, Logan, you'll be playing Little Bow Wow. Okay. You know the popular rapper. From, yeah, I know the popular yeah, rapper Little you know Bow Wow, him. and I'm gonna do my best impression. Good. Uh, that's mm, what I was hoping for. Okay. Um, have you seen any Little Bow Wow videos recently? Do you know? I know his entire discography. I've studied it, and I'm ready. This is my moment. This well, is the, the man Halloween says he's ready. All over the man, again. The Should man we man watch Like ready. Mike after this? Yeah, dude. Like Mike too, dude. Sure. Um, Austin, you will be playing Aaron Carter. Yes. You know him? Uh, actually, I met him. Well, there you go. You're going to do great. Yep. Oh, my. All right. So do your best Aaron Carter impression, and... Here we go. This is Aaron's Dilemma. Hey, bro. What's good? Haven't seen you in a minute. Ah, good to see you, bro. I've been great. Just just got my new album in the mail. I think you're going to be real excited about it. I can't wait to show you. Oh, shit. You've been recording new music? What? No, it's not my album, man. It's just some album I bought online. It's really hard to get, and it's only on vinyl. Been waiting for it for months now. The thing cost me a couple bennies. Oh, shit. For one album? Is it Martin Shkreli's Wu-Tang album? Lamau. <laughs> nah, man. I'm only Aaron Carter. <laughs> I ain't got that big pharma money. <laughs> Nah, it's supposedly the saddest album that's ever been released. Oh, word. The fuck did you buy it for? I've got this new YouTube page that I've been trying to build for the past couple of months. I'm pretty new at it, but it seems like all you have to do to get famous is react to other people's original content. Oh, bro, you're already famous, though. You're Aaron Carter. Everyone knows your name. Ah, I'm not that famous. <laughs> Maybe at one point, but I'm trying to venture out again. Create something again, you know? Uh, you consider your personal opinions and reactions to other people's art a worthwhile creation? Don't you feel like it's a cheap approach to fame? What makes you think your opinion is worth anything? Bro, I'm Aaron Carter. Mm. I guess if people want to watch you sobbing for your sad boy record, go get them. Just make sure you avoid blackface, even if it's accidental. Nobody likes that shit. Oh, for sure, bro. Not even accidental. You want to stick around and listen to it with me? You could be in the video if you want. I've got this big bag of weed, too. Damn, that's all weed? Yep, all weed. That's a lot of weed. Hey, man, rain check. I gotta go help my kid prep for his talent show. Oh, word? What's his act gonna be? He's in the fourth grade dance squad. They're learning the choreography to Party Starter by Will Smith. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a hard dance number. Yeah, anyone who can learn that dumb... <laughs> yeah, anyone who can learn that dance number has my respect. Anyways, ta-ta, Aaron Carter. 
Lil Bow Wow leaves through the front door as Aaron Carter ferociously waves goodbye from the front window like one of those old-timey gals do as their friends or family leave via train. Aaron Carter looks over his shoulder at his new package, then excitedly skips over to it. He tears the packaging and pulls out the vinyl record, spinning and jumping up and down. Beaming, he takes a deep whiff of the new record. It reads, Nowhere in No Time, and had a small, sad succulent on the front cover. As excited as he was to experience the saddest album of all time, he was even more excited by the future followers and subscribers his reaction video would bring. He popped the single, six-hour-long vinyl record, onto his turntable and plugged his headphones in his hi-fi amp. He started recording as the melancholic sounds started to wash over him. For six hours, he cries and cries and cries. If you were watching the video of him reacting to the record without any knowledge of the record, you would be obligated to assume that it must be the saddest record of all time. Certainly top three at the very least. I mean, the guy was really selling it. After the album was completely finished, Aaron Carter snapped out of the emotional state he had been in for the last six hours and quickly dried his eyes. He began to review the recording, all six hours of it. Satisfied with his performance, Aaron Carter pondered whether he made a, a mistake going into music at all. Perhaps he was meant to be an actor. He nodded, agreeing with himself. ViewTube would help him realize his potential as a very successful actor. He was sure of it. His ability to cry on command was immediate. It was convincing. He had definitely sold it as a contender for top 10 saddest albums of all time at the very least. And yet he realized that although he sobbed for six hours straight, he was acting. In fact, upon further reflection, he realized that he didn't know the last time that he had actually felt anything. This was, of course, taking into consideration the fact that just last week, his pet cat fell into the well on an expansive Aaron Carter property. The poor pussy fell into the well, and in retrospect, Aaron Carter realized he hadn't felt anything. He wondered to himself if his recent need to post reaction videos of him listening to deeply emotive albums could have been due to his own lack of heart emotions. Aaron Carter let out an audible sigh as he laid back into his extremely expensive Aaron Carter couch and searched for a moment in his life where emotions subsided in lieu of a widening apathy that eventually took over his life. Could it be, he wondered, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta keep going. You have to keep going. You're so Quiznos. close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Could it be he wondered that devoting his life to the security and comfort offered by a consumerist society could have robbed him of empathy or strong emotions? Could he have subconsciously <laughs> realized that his apathy had overtaken him and, in an act to reverse it, doubled down on efforts to seek out emotional stimuli in the form of entertainment? Aaron Carter wondered if his quest for a rare copy of the saddest album of all time was any different than consuming gore porn in order to shock himself back into a state of normality. He started to question whether his need to start posting his reactions to this emotional stimuli on a video streaming service wasn't just him looking to have his quote-end-quote emotions recognized and validated by the masses. Shuddering, he wonders briefly to himself if the society at whole is at fault for him becoming apathy personified, and surely he wasn't the only one reaching for this impasse. 
The society as a whole was strictly to blame for his predicament, for all of our predicaments. He was sure of it. The society had turned him into a monster. The society he, Aaron Carter, lives in. He begins to shake and becomes the Joker as played by Heath Ledger. Wow. <laughs> I you started I know the citizen came I love how is, it's perfect. I love how Lil Bow Wow just pieces like yeah. knowing, <laughs> knowing the adventure he's about to go yeah. through. I Megan just started like guaranteed reading it. Bad I, trip. I started reading it and I hadn't <laughs> guaranteed bad trip. I hadn't scrolled down all the way. Yeah. So I had about half of it on my screen. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the bottom of it, okay, I was like time to scroll. Mm-hmm. So then I scrolled down and saw another half page and i was like oh my god this is a whole ass page with no like paragraphs or spaces <laughs> or anything nothing in the margins it's in 11 point font Arial, yeah. and it's a whole page with no paragraph breaks i should have eliminated all punctuation <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's our one note a little bit okay i also thought yeah. it was funny i don't i austin i don't know if you meant this but you said, yeah, I know Aaron Carter. I met him. And then you read it in a very, like, Megan doesn't know who this famous person is. And yeah. she's been assigned yeah. to read him. As yeah. soon as I heard Logan do the British guy, I was like, oh, I don't have to try oh, at all. Aaron Carter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very reminiscent to me of my Judd Apatow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think anytime we name drop a celebrity in our sketch, we just have to, like, not do a good impression of yeah. them at all. Blake. <laughs> it was great, man. What are we going to say? It was great, you know? <laughs> Heavy hitters this week. Heavy hitters. Yeah, this was... I I Heavy mean, hitters. I was crying in the middle of reading that. Like, yeah. yeah. Good, I was, was trying so to make funny. you laugh. So I think funny. also this only works on an audio format. I just... It's just so it's, perfect and pure. Yeah, it gets, yeah it's just so much better. I feel like so this good. podcast is going to good. literally bankrupt Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Hollywood. We're coming for you. <laughs> Look at all of our it's good ideas. It's definitely going to revolutionize Turns out it's audio better content if you just forever. Hear the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bring Tell, radio don't plays show back, you fools. Wow, Damn, Blake. Man. I don't know. Let's just move on. Yeah, yeah no notes. Go on, go on. Get out of here. This is a circle jerk week. Yeah, yeah but that's fun. Yeah, you know, it's fun. Um, I'm trying to think of who I want to be. Who? Blake and Jimmy. One of you guys isn't going to be in my sketch. Which one is it going to be? Who wants to be in it? Who doesn't want to be? You in it? You should put Blake in it because he wasn't in. Yeah, I haven't read okay, cool. anything. Blake. Okay, yeah, Blake, you're in my read. sketch. Unless right. your head hurts, because that's why you didn't read anything in yours. I do have a headache, but I'll. I'll power through it. <laughs> okay. Blake, you're going to play the character Trevor. Fuck. Okay? All right. <laughs> what? It's like, damn, this Blake, headache. good fuck Brown. What? No. You problem with that? No. You have there's a fucking just, problem you know, with my character? Ever since Tame Impala got famous, everybody likes to hate on people named Trevor. Do you know about that? Well, why don't you give Trevor a new name here? You ever think you could be the one that changes it? Trevor. I'm going to definitely change it. <laughs> no, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, you're playing Trevor. Trevor. And you can change it. Here. No. No. Okay. No, we no, can't. Trevor. 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 I've already settled into the role. Okay. Austin, you're going to play Gamba. Okay. G O M B A. Gamba. And any any Gamba. kind of description? Or? He's, a, he's a person. Okay. And we're going to find out what kind of person he is by the end of this. Okay. You're playing Trevor. Trevor's a boy. Trevor's a little boy. Okay. Like how old? He's probably 14 or 13. Oh, that's not. Okay. <laughs> Perv. A little boy. Okay. Gotcha. Megan, you're playing news anchor. Got it. 
Okay, I'm gonna read stage directions. And this is uh, Diaper Baby. That's the name of my sketch. Do the noise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the sample guy. <laughs> a boy, Trevor, sits at his computer alone, weeping in the dark. He cries for a while until his friend Gamba opens the door. Gamba sees Trevor crying and rushes to his side. This is because Gamba is a very good friend, you see. Gamba, as we'll all see, might be the most loyal friend of all. Oh, what's wrong, Trev? Who made you cry? It's nothing, Gamba. I was just I was just playing some video games with my friends and <laughs> <laughs> at one point I thought I had a fart, but it was a fart. I shit my pants, Gamba! Oh, holy shit! <laughs> exactly! And after it happened, and I sat on my microphone, well, I didn't know what to say, uh, so I just said, uh-oh, I made a little poopy. Come <laughs> 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 on, <laughs> I guess I need my typey and everybody <laughs> laughed at me. They laughed at you in your moment of vulnerability. They laughed at you, my very best friend. Yeah, Gamma. They said I can't play video games with him anymore. And when they posted the audio on Reddit and made a drum and bass song out of it. Oh, I can hardly breathe. Do you want to hear the song? I don't know how I'll react, but I should hear it. So I know what kind of demons I'm dealing with. <laughs> Trevor plays the song. Gamba breathes heavier and heavier throughout. It's really well composed, he has to admit it. But that just makes him all the more angry. Angry. Eventually, he stops the audio and looks at Trevor. Trevor, I don't want you to worry about this. Okay. I want you to go to sleep and never think about these terrible people again. And I promise you, they're not going to be bothering you anymore. Okay, Gamba. Okay. Gee, you're such a good friend. Thanks for... <laughs> Taking such good care of me. Trevor is getting into bed, and Gamba, who is a fully grown gray streaked hair Italian man in a black and white tracksuit, pulls a cigarette from his pocket, lights it, and stands in the cascade of invading light from the open door to the hallway. Don't sweat it, kid. Gamba's always gonna be here for ya. Trevor goes to sleep, and the next evening he's sitting on the couch watching the news. Authorities are saying it's one of the most brutal and senseless crimes of the decade. Four teenagers were found last night, all at different homes in the, in the county, killed by what they believe to be the same gunman, due to what few clues were left on the crime scene. However, any other details are sparse. The four teenagers killed I'm hearing now are Gary Gable, Thomas Sedgrow, Connie Cantaloupe, and Patriot Brit Blood. 
If you know any of these children and have any information as to who might have committed such a heinous and deplorable act, please contact the local authority. Now, on to our next story. Badgers are on the rise and... The anchor's voice fades out as Trevor puts together the pieces. Those are the names of the people he was playing video games with last night, and now they're all dead. The only conclusion can be that some sort of special talent given to him by God. His mission is holy from on high, and this is just the beginning. As he's thinking, Gamba enters. Oh, hey, kiddo. I just got done having sex with your mom, you know, since your dad's at work and all. Figured I'd come out here and you know, get some cute tea with my best friend. Oh, hey, Gamba. What you watching here? What is this, badgers or something? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading the sketch. I'm sorry. A line you wrote. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What? Jimmy's not to go see Pot. (laughs) (laughs) What is it, Badgers or something? What? Oh, oh yeah, it's the news. The news? So you must have heard about those kids. Yeah, I did. Hey, I'm really sorry about that, killer. I know they were your friends. What did you call me? Oh. Shit, I, I wasn't thinking. Sorry. Um. No, it's okay. You've always been here for me, Gamba. I can trust you. They continue to watch TV together. Best friends. A couple years later, Trevor has almost dismissed the incident as a farce until one night he tells Gamba about some trouble he's been having with his superior at work. Ah, uh, what's troubling you, kiddo? Well, I was trying to give a presentation at work, and halfway through, I completely spaced. I forgot everything, and I guess par for the course, I just said, Uh-oh, I made a little poopy. I guess I need my typey. Again. I fucking said it again. I, I thought that was behind me. I look like such a damn fool, Gamba. My boss kept repeating it, laughing. Oh, she made fun of you in front of everybody. Oh, that bitch. She said, she said, I could pack my things in my diapy. We don't, we don't need poopy baby bitch boys at our multi-billion dollar corporation. Oh, that stuck up bitch don't know what she just stepped in. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, don't you worry about a little Paison. She won't ever call my best friend a bitch boy again. I'm sure of it. Just you wait. Uh, whatever you say, Gamba. The next day, lo and behold, Trev is watching the news. Tragedy strikes our small New England town yet again. The CFO of the Warm Milk for Babies company was found dead in Carpenter Park, skinned alive and both legs broken below the knee. Quiznos. Also, her heart was pulled... (laughs) (laughs) 
sued? Are we going to get sued for this episode? <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Also, her heart was pulled out from the chest cavity, and the killer, it would seem, spread peanut butter all over it. So that the, so that the squirrels in the park might chew it up and... Now I'm quoting a note left at the crime scene, and I apologize for the language. Uh, quote, so that the squirrels might shit heart all over the park. End quote. Uh, luckily, the body was found before too much damage could be done to it. However, a family of jackdaws have made a nest inside the chest cavity, and the local authorities have asked that the body not be tampered with further until uh, the fall, as jackdaws are a protected species. More on that as the story develops. Over to you, Ron, for sports. Once again... Trevor is brought to silence. He realizes the one detail he must have missed last time. His holy and righteous revenge can only be brought down from the heavens through the same means as redemption. His judgment requires confession. Confession of that which has made him humble. After all, in the beginning was the word. It all starts with that magical muscle in the mouth, and the one person he trusts most is walking into the room right now, ready for confession. Hey, Chief, you heard of the story about your boss? Aw, oh, crazy, right? Yeah, it was pretty crazy, Gamba. He thinks about how insane what he's considering is, but what's the harm in trying? Hey, Gamba. Yeah, best friend? Did I tell you about what Henry Tamston, the district attorney, said about me the other day? No, but it better not be mean or embarrassing. That would make me so fucking mad. Gamba secretly brandishes his weapon. Oh, strap in, Gamba. It's about to get bumpy. The end. <laughs> Logan, I was... Okay, so you prefaced this by saying you want to make this into a feature film. Yeah. And <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes, I do. And when they, were, when they were just playing the game of he gets made fun of and then Gamba kills them or whatever, I was like... How? This is just a sketch. It becomes death. Note. But then when he figures out, oh, Gamba will do this. And well, then... he, he hold doesn't. on. I, I, so I, so go on, go on, go on. Well, I just like that. And like, mm-hmm. then, you know, uh, Trevor can kind of become like a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. My, in my head, he actually doesn't know that Gamba does it. He thinks that it's his brain, like it's Death Note. And Gamba okay. is doing it secretly because he's a fucking... He's a goomba. He's a hitman for the for the mob or whatever. Yeah. Uh, question: Is it because Trevor says the phrase "I made a little"? <laughs> I don't but does know. but does he have to shit his pants for Gamba to kill I think, someone? I think Trevor should have to recreate and like shit his pants constantly and say well, the phrase. Yeah. So like basically the story laxes. that I had so far was like so you know he did that the first time right he told Gamba about it and he was so embarrassed mm-hmm. and yeah. then they died and he was like I did that with my brain right. but then he like you know years go by and he kept being like I hate that guy I hate that guy and he doesn't die right but then he tells Gamba again and the guy dies and he's like I just have to tell confess Gamba. it I just have to say it out loud mm-hmm. and then they'll die in the beginning there was the word in the beginning was a word and so he starts being like I'm just gonna start telling Gamba everyone I hate and confessing all these terrible things that have happened to me and all those people will die and I'm telling Gamba because I trust him the most, mm. right? Like but I he doesn't to, actually I have to know. manifest it. He's yeah, telling yeah, yeah. Gamba because Gamba is doing him. it. Yeah. 
Well, that's serious, <clears throat> and if we wanted to make it funny, he needs yeah. to say... Mm-hmm. I sh- just, I poopy in my diaper. I poop my diaper. My whittle. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I fucking ruined the sketch halfway through. I just love. He. What is this? Badgers or something? <laughs> it's not even the funniest line, Logan. <laughs> just, just imagine, like, what kind of guy walks out, like, from in the in the normal the world. And just sees the TV and is like, hey, what's this? Badgers or something? But they were talking <laughs> about badgers men. on the news. Yeah, but like, like that's not how know. you address the TV. Like, that's like, the- <laughs> Are you watching a nature documentary? No, he thinks that's an actual badger or something. <laughs> what? what is it? Badgers on the TV? Like- My favorite part of the sketch was how you gave the character description of Gamba mm-hmm. uh, halfway <laughs> through. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for the listeners, as well as if you notice a change in my voice, because Logo kept pointing at me, it kept going up, up. as like, ramp it up, dude. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Here's Gamba. Here's Gamba. Here's Gambi. Speaking of which, I need water really quick. Yeah. So, um, like, I understand you're having a headache, so I'm going to swap you and Logan's part. Okay. Um, so, Logan, you're going to be Lewis. Okay. And you're going to be Gerald okay. Blake. Okay. What is Lewis? Um, okay, so we're going to do my sketch. Uh Logan, you're gonna be playing. There's a news reporter. That's funny. Yeah, there's also a news reporter. Um, Which Jimmy, you're going to play. You're the news reporter. Uh, Megan, you're a child. You have a line. Uh, Logan, you're Lewis. Um, And Blake, you're Gerald. Lewis and Gerald are very calm in the first part. Mm -hmm. Um, Lewis quickly loses his shit. Okay. Um, Just go on a giant tirade. Okay. And Blake, you're Gerald. You're trying to play the straight guy. You're his best friend. Sweet. Okay. And now I present to you a weight lifted. Exterior park day. There's a large gathering of people, each of them holding a balloon. Occasionally, one or two people will throw the balloon up, watching it soar to the heavens. At the end of each balloon string is an envelope. Now at the edge of the cluster of people is a news reporter and their cameraman, giving the latest scoop to the local airwaves. Tom, several members of the community have gathered today in order to release their most embarrassing secret. Local community activist and self-help guru Kelly Huntsman has local community activist and self-help guru Kelly Huntsman has given each person a balloon that they are to tie in an envelope with their secret sealed inside and release it into the atmosphere. Miss Huntsman claims it's a therapeutic way to release the burdens that weigh us down. But frankly, Tom, it sounds like a bunch of liberal pagan ritual nonsense. Though given the amount of loss and hard times this town has gone through, it might be just what it needs. We move from the reporter to the group. Dead in the center of all the balloon wielders are Lewis, 32, and Gerald, 29. They have their envelopes tied up already and are ready to release. I feel good about this, Gerald. Yeah? Yeah. Start something new for me. I'm glad, Lewis. Uh, maybe we can all get behind what happened last year and start to rebuild. Not just last year, Gerald. My whole life. It's all been held down by this damn secret right here in this envelope. And if it can go and fly away from its misery, you know what? Maybe I can too. In that case... Gerald poses to toss his balloon up. Lewis follows suit. This one's for the birds. <laughs> for the birds. The two buds throw up their balloons. Gerald starts to sail up and up towards the heavens. Lewis is immediately plummets to the ground. Lewis is dumbstruck. Oh, Lewis. I knew it. Bud, you can't let this... Can't let this what, Gerald? 
Can't let this bring me down. It's already down. Down to the fucking ground, Gerald. All right? It doesn't get any much worse than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, careful there. I wouldn't want wouldn't to make scene. There are uh, children. children. What are they? There's children? You're pointing at the children? What in holy hell could they be holding on to? Lewis looks around and finds a child about to release their balloon and envelope. He starts making a beeline. Lewis! Shit. As the child throws the balloon, Lewis catches it midair and pops it. The child starts crying. <laughs> what? What, you could, what? What could you possibly be upset about? Lewis rips open the envelope and reads the secret. Oh, you bet the bed when you were three? Buddy, that's nothing, okay? You're supposed to wet the bed until you're eight. Gerald finally catches up with Lewis. The child stands there and cries even more. <laughs> Lewis, that's enough. You know what's more embarrassing than that? Literally anything. Calling your teacher mommy at 17, that's embarrassing. Accidentally creaming your shorts when you're watching Game of Thrones with your parents, that's even more embarrassing. Being the only kid to skinny dip at the 8th grade pool party because Jessica dared you to and then laughed at you instead of giving you a smooch under the bleachers like she agreed to, that's embarrassing. Mommy! The child runs away crying. <laughs> Pussy. Lewis, stop, or you might embarrass yourself. Too late, Gerald. I ran it in front of a child about all of my least embarrassing, but still embarrassing moments. It's a plethora of irony. It's, it's pronounced plethora. Oh, God damn it. Look, look, let's just read your secret out loud. What? How does that make any sense? As soon as the secret's out, it no longer has a hold on you. I mean... You said this secret has been a hold on you your your whole life, right? So that means it happened a long time ago and probably when you were a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. So who freaking cares? We all do dumb shit as a kid. No one here is going to scold you or judge you here. Besides, we're in a park. Hardly anyone is going to hear you. Okay, fine. Where is it? Lewis finds his envelope on the ground and opens it. All right. Here goes nothing. My first job was at Spencer's Gifts. I got the job because I thought all this stuff was funny and wanted a discount on the cool t-shirts there. Then I found the edible underwear and bought it. You know, as a joke. It tasted good, like a fruit roll-up, but in the shape of a lady's crotch. Pretty humorous for a 23-year-old guy. Hold up. Your first job was at 23? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, okay? I'm gonna read more. They were so good and so distinctly funny and erotic, I ate almost every day for a year. I ate one. But then one weekend, I was really lonely, so I wore the underwear. I liked the feel, the way it was snug, so I wore them all weekend. But the sugars from the underwear's material and my excessive body oils made compromise the chemical structure of the edible underwear, and it adhered to my body. I couldn't take them off or even wash them off in the shower. Spencer's gift makes some tough stuff. I was so embarrassed, I couldn't ask anyone to help me, especially my employees. Yes, by now, I was promoted to manager because I was the oldest person working there. Pretty sweet discount on edible underwear. But anyways, back to my harrowing tale. The underwear was infused to my crotch, so after four days of not being able to piss or shit, I had to get surgery or else I'd go septic. But as the doctors were removing the underwear, they were laughing at me so much they accidentally snipped off one of my balls. When I woke up, I had I was permanently off balance. I had weird genitals, and the tie-dye colors of the underwear permanently tattooed themselves to my swimsuit area. I could never love another. Lewis looks up from his letter and looks at Gerald straight busting up on the ground, laughing from Lewis's tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
can't. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. What about your secret? Lewis pulls out a Winchester rifle from his waistband and aims at the sky. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, Lewis. No, no, wait! Lewis fires two succinct shots and an envelope falls in front of them. Lewis picks up the envelope as Gerald charges him. Lewis, you can't! Tit for tat. Lewis is much taller than Gerald, so he can do that thing older brothers do where he just pushes Gerald back and keeps him at arm's length, and Gerald swings wildly but misses. You, you don't know what you're doing! Let's see. I, Gerald Pfizer, caused that terrible orphanage fire last year that should have just resulted in the deaths of two kids who saw me cutting the insulin with water while charging double, but unfortunately I used too much gasoline and oopsie daisy, there goes 40 <laughs> kids and a couple of loser social workers. See? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> it is certainly worse than mine. I'm sorry, Gerald. I didn't mean to air your dirty laundry. I just got so petty. Ah, it's okay, Lewis. I'm I'm just I'm just glad sharing embarrassing stories made us both feel better. It's something we as humans can all do: admit our mistakes, laugh at them, and then forgive one another. <laughs> You're right, Gerald. Hey, how about some ice cream? <laughs> yeah. I think I can swing it. The two walk arm in arm out of the park into a beautiful sunset. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. Uh... <laughs> you know, even monsters can be cool people. You know, even Everybody Shirley deserves mistakes. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm. They're best very friends. Good. Yeah, They're I like the, the theme ship of best friends. The theme of murder and killing. Mm -hmm. we all it's got everything. Edible underwear. Edible Dude, underwear. Come edible on underwear. now. Shout out Spencer's. Not enough yeah. people talk Spencer's. about edible Sponsor underwear. Sponsor our podcast. Spencer's. Yeah. I like the idea of a guy getting uh, colors tattooed onto his crotch forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. As I was the oldest person working there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he felt he could not take up a lover with with yeah that's my side eye with that's my one eye genitals yeah well <laughs> i mean yeah, I, I, would. Side eye crotch. Yeah, I would you yeah. would one ball you would i don't I, i'm less no, likely to get kicker. pregnant how do you juggle them if if there's only yeah, one how do you put it's easy to get two in i your can mouth. suck on the ball so Whoa. much better Whoa. with just one i'm talking Jesus, hey, Jesus, hey. All right, this Wait, is some. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is some heretic yeah, I guess, talk. Okay. You know what? And it probably tastes like candy, right? Yeah, probably. Permanently. 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 Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dog. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that, and I'm not. I'm not going to critique that. It that felt, was great. It felt refined. Definitely. I had one. I had one thing I was a little confused on. Okay, go. Go. <laughs> He's laughing. Well, I don't know testicle. if he's actually confused about it. I think he's supposed to make a joke. <laughs> Do you guys have something to say or should I go? Um, no, you I go. Have nothing. No, you it's go. your turn. So, <laughs> all right. I'm just going to say it. Just okay. Get it, get it out. <laughs> so, the, guy, the, the balloons. Yeah. Like yeah. The concept, like. You let them go. Uh -huh. <laughs> Is everyone shooting them with guns? <laughs> no, that's just him. That's the funny part that he just has a gun. But he how, how, could, he, how could he see the balloon? Was it nighttime or was it? 
<laughs> oh God! Oh no! It was uh, it was during the day. <laughs> Jimmy, I one hundred percent thought. So at the beginning, Logan goes, "Jimmy, get that get that sound ready," and you played the sound that starts the sketches, yeah. but. Austin's sketches always start with exterior blank blank, right? Mm-hmm. And it says exterior park day. And I thought you were gonna, I, was, I thought he was gonna say better. exterior park day. Jesus, oh my god! Something that I actually like, what like I want to commend you on, um, is that the opening dialogue with Gerald and Lewis, he says something along the lines of like. Hopefully this will, you know, be therapeutic for the town Mm -hmm. and we can get past the incident. And so the whole time I was like, what was the incident? So like, that's the incident. Yes. Is the orphanage burning? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, And so I love that because obviously I'm enjoying the edible underwear story and that's a very funny secret to release. Um, But I love that you brought that back because I was like, oh man, that's really like very complete. Yeah. That that my original idea was like two guys revealing their secrets and one was like murder and he's like embarrassing, right? Yeah. And the edible underwear story didn't happen until I started typing it out. Mm-hmm. So that was like that was the funniest part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really funny. Yeah. Good job. Good yeah. sketches. Great sketches. This week, boys. Great sketches. This Incredible. Great sketches. Um, we did it. We did it. All right, we're gonna and I, um, we should make a podcast. Hey, um, uh, did you hit record on this? Let's just release that. Oh, are we? I thought we were just wanting to hear each other better. Oh. No, um, well, I mean... We've got all yes, this audio equipment and headphones. <laughs> what did he say? I thought you guys wanted to hear my samples. <laughs> <laughs> A listening party. Yes, that's yeah. why I came here. All right. Uh, we're dead now. Bye-bye. I love Bye-bye. you. I love, Bye, Buster. We I, love you, Buster. I love you, boys. Hey, everybody, be quiet real quick. <laughs> The Danger Junior Writer's Room is a Danger Junior production. Come sock. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Baggerly, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Come sock. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown. Come sock. Edited by Austin Zessen. Come sock. Theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and Logan Baggerly. Come sock. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior productions at Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Come sock. All right, she dead now. Bye bye. <laughs>